everybody, and welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today, we are going to get Lost in the Lyrics of You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. So, back to this time difference... Well, this isn't the normal college time difference, though, because you're right. you're still in in Oregon. Back to a time difference. Yes. Also, I'm not sure when this episode is going to be released. If it will be before or after the other episode, the other upcoming episode. Yes. Yes. Um. But anywho, how is how's it going over there in the south? Um, it's okay. I mean, I don't know. It, it's weird to talk about uh, this on the podcast when we haven't really talked that much, like as friends. So I don't know. Um, yeah, right. It, it's going okay. Um, what? Uh, do you, do you want to start with then the? format thing or i wasn't i'm not um, sure what to say because we 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 did schedule before we get ske- before we knew that there would be this window of opportunity for podcasting we scheduled a time to catch up as friends this window of opportunity aka my roommate went home for a week yeah but we yeah we scheduled time to catch up as friends before we scheduled this and that time is supposed to be this friday yeah. So, I'm not sure if we're supposed to wait or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't feel like um, listeners to the podcast need to know everything about my life. Um, and if you're a listener to the podcast and you want to know more about my life, contact me. Because presumably, if that's the case, we already know each other. Like, Yeah. You know? Right. Just reach out. I'll probably respond quickly because, I mean, it's quarantined still. Like, my classes are all online and there aren't a ton of activities going on. And I'm at a new school where I know a couple people. Like, yeah. you know, um, I, I'll probably respond pretty promptly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, anyway. I'm still home. In my room, and I haven't seen my friends, and it's the same as normal. <laughs> but aren't you leaving in like two days or something? Yeah, I am. I am leaving in. Wow, that's yeah. Wow, two days. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. I finished packing this morning, um, because I'm quick at packing. I mean, I have to like you know pack up my laptop and st- all that. Yeah, technology and like toothbrush that sort of thing. But I did pack everything that I needed to bring up um, this morning in like two hours and afterwards I was like huh I don't know what to do anymore and yeah also my microphone was in my suitcase so I had to dig it back out because I forgot about potting and then I was like oh I gotta pack that after um mm-hmm. how's it how's the how's the book reading or do you have lots of book reading time um like enough I guess not that I use that time to 
be productive and read books, but I did I did recently finish the audiobook of Pride and Prejudice, which means I have officially read the audiobooks of all the Jane Austen novels. Well, the six that were published during her lifetime. So Do you have a favorite? Um Pride and Prejudice or Northern Abbey. Hmm. Um I think overall I like the main character of Pride and Prejudice, Elizabeth Bennet, more than the main character of Northern Abbey, who I forget the name of. Um <laughs> Forgettable. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I think I think that's just uh Liz Lizzie is like a few years older, so she reads more mature, whereas uh I don't even remember her name. Whatever. Northern Abbey girl. Other person. Um, is more like I think she's more like seventeen or something and sort of experiencing the world for the first time. So it, it just she reads a little bit younger. Um and it also Pride and Prejudice is longer, so there's more like time to expand and character development and that sort of stuff. But uh Are you a fan of like is Jane Austen a person that you have enjoyed the writing of like is it is there a reason that you decided to listen to all those well i think the original reason was just like i wanted like to listen to like have an audiobook to listen to because Mm -hmm. i can multitask with audiobooks um Mm -hmm. and i mean that was that was back in like april or something so (laughs) it's a little different than now um but also the same you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I, that's that's why I kind of was originally. I was like, well, these work well as audiobooks. I know that they're easily accessible as audiobooks, and I'm more likely to enjoy the stories. I would like at least for the first time with them as audiobooks because I, I mean, I don't feel like going through early. 19th century writing in my free time for the mm, most part yeah so um yeah do you listen to any on your in your in your travels didn't you uh, fly out yeah, there yeah i was going to listen to this audiobook called um it's a it's a by a japanese author it's called like why all the cats disap- the what if all the cats disappeared or something I don't remember the exact title, but then I started reading it and it was really sad. And like, uh. I, I only got like 30 minutes into it, but it was like, this guy's about to die from cancer. Um, and he's like talking with death and making bargains. And I was like, this is too sad for me to read about when I am moving across the country during a pandemic. Like, Right. It was it was yeah. not the right time for it. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Neat. Um, how's the weather? Wow, it is something. We happen to be potting at a very interesting moment for the weather. Mm-hmm. Um It really adds to the apocalypse vibe. Um essentially it's that time of year when there are fires happening near to where I live, but not where I live. And there are 30 
ish mile per hour winds happening, which means there's a lot of smog. It's like super hazy. We opened, I was in my room with my door closed earlier. And then when I left my room, I opened my door and I smelled like the haze because their windows, other window, other windows in other rooms upstairs were open. Then I came downstairs and was like, do you guys, do you guys smell that? And my family said no. And then my dad stepped outside it was like, oh yeah, it's it's hazy. We should close all the windows because I I have asthma, so it's like it was it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's about eighty degrees as well, which is we were gonna play family yard games because it's like you know it's a holiday weekend and my dad's birthday was recently happened recently, so we were gonna do some family time stuff outside, but that got canceled because the weather's being weird. It was, say, like, nice this morning. I'm going to say something no that's going to be, like, really show where I'm living right now. Um, <laughs> yesterday it was 80 degrees and I decided to wear overalls. Overalls? Yeah. Um, 80 degrees was the high, so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to wear overalls. No, no, no. No, you're turning too quickly. Well, also, what? the humidity was fairly low for the south yesterday i think it was when i checked the weather at around noon um yesterday it was like 43 percent. i was like low humidity 80 degrees that seems like a good sign for me to wear some pants instead of shorts it is shorts um, weather is like shorts weather lasts depending on who you are and what the weeks what weather was like the week before shorts weather can happen in like the 50s if it appropriately timed like if you come back from if you come back from you know like 20 degrees or something and you're and and then it's suddenly 50 degrees that that feels really warm like that difference mm -hmm. is huge 80 degrees is never <laughs> overalls weather <laughs> i mean i was wearing a, a short sleeve shirt all right well that's something <laughs> now that you say that i think i i i have witnessed this i think i have because i have like my my extended family lives in south carolina and i've like been to georgia and north carolina and i think i have witnessed people wearing absurd amounts of clothing for the weather like mm. that's that's so much clothing yeah, um, the weirdest, like, pants in hot weather story I have is, uh, <laughs> actually from New York. Um, mm. I was there in August, and it was very warm and quite humid, and, uh, my dad and I, I was there, like, right before moving into school, and my dad and I went on the subway to go from Queens to Manhattan, and we were the only people on that subway wearing shorts. It was probably like 85 degrees outside. I I I think that people I in New like York just don't wear shorts. I think that people in New York don't want to sit on the subway wearing shorts. But you can stand if you're I, I guess. I mean like I don't I've, know. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you have mosquitoes? Um I don't know. Wow. It's so windy. I can hear that wind windiness. Okay. I was wondering if you have mosquitoes, because we don't. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't go outside all that often. <laughs> I mean, okay. like, I go outside, you know, enough, but, like, not often enough to get bitten up by a mosquito. I don't I mean, think. overalls, overalls in 80 degree weather, if you're standing and staying inside and the air conditioning is blasted, blasting very high air circulation, I don't know, if it's really cold, then that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it, my room temperature is set to 72 so it's not like freezing it's comfortable in shorts but i felt like wearing hmm. my overall so i i did hmm interesting i'm ready for it to to cool off and start raining and for it to stop looking like orange outside and for hmm. it to stop being windy yes. yeah were you here you were here when a few years ago when it was like the the smoke the smog was so bad that like yeah. the sun was just like was red. Like, yes, uh, I think it was junior year, like the beginning of our junior year, because um, I think I remember sports practices being canceled that week. Yeah, I remember that I went on a walk and I didn't know what was going on, and that was a mistake because that was terrible. It was felt really bad to breathe, to breathe. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, it's been minutes. Yep. Where it are has. we? We haven't even talked about our initial reactions to the song. Uh, do you want to talk about that first? Sure. Um, since your uh, friend recommended oh, this song. Oh, wait, yes. Okay. Um, we got another email. Huzzah. Um, uh, it is, it was, it was an email from someone we know, which is nothing new. I mean, somebody but you know. Yeah. How does it feel when we get an email from someone you don't know? When I don't know? Well, usually I'm like, oh, this is probably one of Elliot's friends from college. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Um, um, yeah, that that's usually my reaction. <laughs> I mean, what if it wasn't? Well, then I would I would text you. I was like, did you see the email? Do you know this person? And you say no. And then we would be like, huzzah, somebody who we don't know listens to the podcast and felt compelled to email us. I'm waiting for the day that we get an email from someone signed, I don't know either of you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that a That would be great. Anyway, we got an email from Kiara who um, recommended this song. And that's that's all. Yep. Um, yep. And, um, um, I'm glad people are using the podcast email for things that we ask them to use it for, especially because we are terrible at choosing songs to analyze. We're just highly indecisive. Mm -hmm. um, Both of us. My initial not reaction good. to listening to it for the podcast was like, oh, I've heard the song before. But not really in like a I've paid attention to it way, just sort of like I've definitely heard it before, but I don't I don't listen to lyrics. So then I listened to it, I thought, this sounds like it's from the eighties. So I looked it up, and it's from the eighties. And that was my mm -hmm. reaction. How about you? Um, so I uh I saw the name of the song in uh the email. I said, Huh, I don't think I've heard of that song. Um and then I uh, listened to it today, <clears throat> and uh, I was like, oh, I have heard that song. 
Um, and then I, uh, I have it, uh, looked up on Wikipedia because, uh, that's where we go for our information here. Uh, Lost in the Lyrics and, um, so basically so that I could be sure of the songwriter and such. Um, and, uh, it told me a little bit about where the names from the song came from. So if we want to go with that, uh, we can, but I don't um, think we should have any of that. No, to going in. And then if it, if it's so confusing that we need to resort to author's intent, then we we can. Okay. Um, and I, I also on the Wikipedia page, it has like the album cover and I was like, uh, that's a slick looking dude. (laughs) <laughs> Does it have potential? Um, it's a person who I assume to be Paul Simon, leaning up against a wall, um, looking out into the middle distance with these like round-framed <laughs> glasses and a checkered oh. blazer. Hmm. Well, actually, it's you- more of a trench coat type thing than a blazer. Do you? Is it something you're going to recreate? Um, that has been my theme. So should I recreate it? Um I I'm not sure if I will recreate it with my body. I might um it, I think it depends on how the song goes cuz I I really enjoyed my last creation which was the avatar inspired um version of the the wait a minute cover. So Yeah, that was a really cool. That was really awesome. I was I was quite proud of that, especially the glowing eyes. Yeah, I, I, I was I was proud of you. I like watch I like seeing what creative ways you you make that the art for the the social media. Yeah, um, I've I've really been enjoying making that art, but also it takes me a while to get the motivation to do it. So I, I mean, if you I need know. someone <laughs> to pose in like a trench coat situation, like I, I don't know, you need someone to look off Be to Paul the middle Simon. distance. Yeah, if you need a Paul Simon, I can try. Okay. I have I have access to glasses. <laughs> I, I do too. Yeah, They're I know, but face. I have round I have rounder glasses. Oh, yeah, that's true. You do have Yeah, and glasses. and uh and I have square. I have I mean, I don't wear jeans, but I do have a t-shirt that would look pretty similar to this t-shirt. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um good good reaction um should i read the lyrics also how should i break this up oh yeah that is a long lyric it's it's so it? long i can't i can't i read the whole um, thing it's a long song yeah, sure sure let's just go for it let's... okay all right are you ready yeah Oh, oh, I'll try to be <laughs> that ready. sounded really enthusiastic. <laughs> well, this is this is kind of intimidating. I mean, that's a lot of different lines. It's a little intimidating. I'll try not to get lost. You can cut me off if it's too many lines and you have something okay. to say. Okay. Okay. A man walks down the street. He says, "Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle?" <laughs> <laughs> the rest of my Sorry. All right. Uh, okay. The power just went out on oh. one of 
the either um, that actually no something happened because my laptop's not charging anymore oh uh, um um can you hear me huh Hello, we are back after power outage on my end, which kept the power out for several hours, and it is now the next day, and we haven't done this before. No, this is the new experience of <laughs> dual day podcast episode. I don't know what we did before. We didn't start the analysis, really. At all. Uh, we had like you had like read uh, I think three lines, three or four lines of the song. Should uh, I read those? You can call again? me Al. Um, yes, you should definitely read them again. Uh, presumably, those lines will not be there for our listeners to hear because you will cut them out in editing. But I don't know if I will because after I say the lines, I say something about the power going out, and I feel like that's important context. I mean, I guess, like, we could... Mm. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> the audience will know what happens better than we do at this point. Okay. So I'm going to stop speculating. Just, uh, let's read the, the lyrics again. Okay, I will read the lyrics. And we're going to start with this big old chunk here, and if it is too much of a chunk, you'll tell me to make it smaller. You'll cut me just, off. Just do the read the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. We usually repeat lines anyway. Okay. A man walks down the street. He says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot at redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. And th That was all a quote. Um, and now it says... Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight, far away, my well-lit door. Mr. Beerbelly, Mr. Beerbelly, get these mutts away from me. You know I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. Well, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, We talked I'm about this sure. briefly after the power went out, but... That I was getting donut vibes and you were getting chocolate truffle vibes? Yes, uh, from the first four lines, I got chocolate truffle vibes. Why am I soft in the middle? In the middle? In the middle, do you think they mean, like, in the middle of a, of a, of a three-dimensional space? Or in the middle of a two-dimensional space? Or um, is it, like, um, like a stuffed... That's, uh, I don't know, like a, <laughs> I'm just gonna say stuffed animal, but stuffed animals are soft on the outside, too. Um, like an egg. I don't know if I would say that eggs are... <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, uh, I think I an egg know. is more of squishy I think or that... sloshy in the middle than soft. Okay, I guess it says it's Unless hard... it's a soft-boiled egg. It says, the rest of my life is so hard... Do, they, do you think that they mean, like, life is difficult, or they mean, like, you know, the inside's soft and the outside's hard, like, I don't know, um, a, a, a Tootsie Pop? 
ish sort of are tootsie rolls soft they're softer than the um lollipop part of a tootsie pop okay it's all relative uh yeah 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 I mean, it says it's soft in the middle now. Like, they weren't soft previously in the middle. Like, what happened to the middle? Yeah. Uh, maybe it melted. That's not how melting works, usually. Yeah, usually things don't melt from the middle, do they? Unless what it's if sort of like... You took a Tootsie Pop, and instead of making the Tootsie Pop with the Tootsie Pop stick, you used, like, a, a piece of metal, and then you heated the metal... So that you can melt it from the inside out. Very elaborately. Except that that it has to, like, go through the the hard part of the Tootsie Pop. Like, where the stick, like, enters. But what if you put, like, a heated coil on the very center, and then the rest was, like, you know, coated in some sort of... Like, plastic Protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, like a wire. Yeah, like a Tootsie Pop that was designed to be, like... Oh, oh, wait. Isn't there a cake... That is, like, filled with liquid chocolate. The hot lava cakes? Do those... Are those... Well, the way that... I think the way you bake those is that basically you bake them like a regular cake, but then, like, not enough so that the inside, uh, like, solidifies or something. So it's not really at once, but it's hard, and then it melts. What about, um... Something that is, like, aging and getting, like, stale. Do things get like stale bread? from the outside first? Um. So you're thinking of it was once soft and now it's hard on the outside, but the yeah. soft is in comparison to the newly hard outside. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it was soft... Hmm. In the uh, I don't I don't know I, I, it was I, soft but it didn't seem soft because soft is relative softness right. is relative or or it was two 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 other options it's one of those cookies that you melt hard candy on top of so so it was it was hard and then it was soft while it was hot and then it got hard again because that's how that works mm. or or um it was a, one of those ice cream situations where you like have ice cream. And you, like, wrap something around the ice cream, and then the ice cream melts inside of the thing. I don't think I've experienced this. Like, uh... Phenomenon. Uh... Um... Maybe it's about watermelon. Hmm. Or it could be another melon or fruit. With a, like, hard outside type of situation. An orange. Actually, I don't know how oranges grow, so I can't really (laughs) speak to that. But watermelons, like, the inside gets softer, right? (laughs) I I, I don't know what happens. I think, yes, as as fruit ripens, usually it gets a little softer, right? Yeah, I just was thinking of, like, uh, doesn't it... I'm not sure how watermelons really grow, but I feel like they they sort of like the pink part expands inside of them. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know anything about watermelon growing, but have you ever have you ever seen those watermelons they grow in cubes? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, wild stuff. Anyway, is there a non-food explanation for this? 
Um, I mean, I'm sure there is. Um, but uh, I I like the food explanation. Uh, okay, so it's let's just say that it's so it says a man walks down the street. So it opens with, it <laughs> opens with true. a man. I mean, not I mean I don't want to gender the, the the food, but like you know I guess if there's if there's a a fruit that had legs, and it if a watermelon walked down the street and questioned its uh its it becoming more ripe and then softer, and then feeling like life is difficult and they need to get photographed so they don't end up having okay. to deal with the drawing being drawn rather than being photographed. Alternatively, <laughs> this is an actual man. Oh. Um, but this is a man who really cares about whatever fruit crop he just grew or whatever chocolate truffle he just made. And he... Uh, He's he's probably a little lonely. Um, not gonna lie here, he's probably a little lonely, and uh, his friend is his fruit. Or does he talk for his fruit? Yes, he uh, <laughs> he talks for the fruit, sort of like you know how you talk for pets sometimes. I mean, well, I don't. His... But in well, Frozen, in Frozen. Um. Uh, yeah, Christoph it's like Kristoff and Sven. Yeah, except for they're not pets. Well, I mean, kind of. Well, I don't really understand their relationship. Anyway. Um. um anyway, regardless, the this man is talking for a food that cannot talk. What sort of voice um, does the fruit have, or food that isn't a fruit? Yeah, the food. Um. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it really matters. I don't. I this man maybe he doesn't really uh, do fun voices or anything. But maybe like, if just... you were lonely and you had your food with you and you wanted th your food to talk, you would give them an interesting, different voice. But if you feel lonely enough that you're uh, giving your fruit a personality. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to make it feel even weirder by okay. giving it a funny voice. You but know? my question, my my next question is, if if what what my next question is, what does a watermelon sound like in comparison to a chocolate truffle? Hmm. <sighs> Let me think about that. Okay. I feel like. Hmm. Hmm. I yeah. I don't know. Do you think that a chocolate truffle would sound more pretentious? That's possible. I feel like a watermelon's voice would resonate more than a chocolate truffle's voice. Like a like a deep like a like a rope like a strong presence, just sort of Yeah, like uh like punchier? Like soft echoey. and smooth. Echo echoey. Oh, like uh kind of grand. Yeah. Has a presence of it. You know when you, like, knock on a watermelon and it sort of has that, like, bong, bong sound? Uh, and it's sort of... No, sort I don't know how echo to... It's sort of echoey. I don't know if we have ever encountered on the same watermelon? watermelons. I don't think I did a good job of... Bong? Making this only... No, not, not bong. Like, bong. Hmm. 
Mm. I don't have a watermelon here to like uh, try to recreate it or anything. Wait. Mm. Yeah, it sounds kind of like me tapping the bottom of the shoe. Like, really? <laughs> what I happens mean, when you tap a chocolate like truffle? That. When you tap a chocolate truffle, does it break? No. What does chocolate you have a really? On? Well, chocolate truffle is more of like a squish of you biting into it. So is Maybe it- like a little crunch on the outside, like a... <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects with Claire and Elliot. Um, yeah, I'm not great at them. <laughs> I can't do it either. Um, so a watermelon might sound more like... Like, uh, like... Why am I soft in the middle now? <laughs> like, like that? Or... Um... Or like I don't know, different than that. I think, I think that what I'm trying to get at is not so much of an accent, but a timbre of voice. Okay. Um, because uh, I I can't really say what type of accent the watermelon would have, because I don't know where the watermelon's from. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, where's Paul Simon from? I don't know. Wait. <laughs> should we He's assume American. Should we assume then that the watermelon Well the watermelon maybe isn't from America, but like maybe maybe this is an American uh Amer- an American watermelon? Uh yeah. Um he is from Queens, apparently. Okay. Paul Simon maybe, is. Then maybe it's an English Queens or New no- York? I just, I don't know. You said queen. I was like, England. Oh, no, I said queens. <laughs> oh, okay. Queens, New York. Uh, not queen. Yeah, I would say a that, person that, that the watermelon has... does not have a queen's accent. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> like a really, like, a very uh, posh, uh, a very posh British accent. The watermelon? The watermelon. No. If anybody has a posh British accent, it's the chocolate truffle. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence is so funny out of context. I feel like it's pretty funny in context. That Have we too. talked about the song at all? Um, we've debated whether the man walking down the street is or is speaking for a watermelon or chocolate truffle. I would like to think that it's a man speaking for something yeah, else. I- I agree. I like that better because I don't want to make a food human for the whole time. <laughs> food human. Have you ever seen the film Food Boy? Probably not. It's not very good. Don't watch it. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> What do you think this business about the graveyard is? And then after that it says Bone Digger and like Midnight Situ- No, Moonlight and like sketchy nighttime door and things. Also, what is Mr. Beerbelly? Is Mr. Beerbelly the name? Aww. What if the man what if the man named what if the man named the watermelon and or chocolate truffle Mr. Beerbelly? Okay, so naming the the uh, food Mr. Beerbelly. We've got we've got two two alternative theories processing in my mind. Theory number one, uh, this man is a professional chocolate maker and he has created this uh, chocolate truffle with like a beer 
scent flavored center. Option two, and now this is this is gonna be pretty out there. Do you know what beer tastes like? Bad. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um. Option, option number two. two. This man grows watermelons for a living, and as an experiment, he was like, "What would happen if I?" Instead of watering a watermelon with water, I watered it with beer. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Although part of me is wondering if if we could do something with this chocolate truffle, if there's a chocolate truffle and the dogs and being like, get the dogs, get the mutts away, because, you know, you don't want them to eat Mm, the chocolate because, you know, dogs shouldn't eat chocolate. Yeah, that's why, for for that reason and just the fact that I'd like to think that this man is not a completely crazy person. He's just lonely. Um, I mean, I don't, yeah, I okay. prefer the chocolate truffle interpretation because... Yeah, but now I want to know what happens if you water a watermelon with beer. I feel like the alcohol content might not do... Yeah, I don't think it would work well for the watermelon. Like maybe if it was a mixture, but I think if you just watered your watermelon with beer, it wouldn't turn out. Very so the well. man, maybe the man, um, maybe the man created Mr. Beer Belly and made a little voice for Mr. Beer Belly. I don't know what Mr. Beer Belly sounds like, but something like uh, with the with the British accent. I I don't know. Something, something, something pretentious. I think this one. I feel like it would be more likely to have a German accent because <laughs> Germans are known for both their chocolate and their beer. Oh so yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. Hair beer belly. Hair is Mister Man or something in German. I think. Cool. I know no no German at all. I don't know much German either, but my mom speaks Swiss German and my brother studied german in high school so cool i think <laughs> Ger- german german is has good uh flags all right um <laughs> okay what's uh um, <laughs> what do you think about the cartoon cartoon graveyard maybe uh the chocolatier man is like really trying to get a lot of from trying to promote Mr. Beerbelly and the cartoon graveyard is like failed advertising mm. <laughs> or like maybe propaganda like mm. maybe it's maybe Mr. Beerbelly is part of some kind of propaganda hmm. so um i interpreted this the quotation part of this as changing from the chocolate truffle or Mr. Beerbelly's perspective to uh, the man's perspective on the line. I need a photo opportunity, so this is not the man speaking. Oh, um, okay. I want a shot at redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Though actually, okay. now that I think about it, that could all just be Mr. Beerbelly. I mean, maybe, and he's he's talking to the man, saying like. Uh, give me a shot. Like, uh, I'm obviously a great idea. You put, need me, to... put me in the front of the display case. Yeah. 
Because maybe maybe the recipe failed the last time the man tried the recipe for Mr. Beer Belly, and now he's like, "What if?" Okay, imagine so a chocolate truffle with a beer chocolate center sounds really interesting. But also imagine, um, imagine like the uh, maybe maybe it's sort of a projecting thing. Like the lonely man is like, "You're soft in the middle," but like you know. It has a hard exterior because it's chocolate truffle, but then at the same time, the man is like, the rest of my life is so hard, and that is just also about the man, and mm. and it's like a double, it's like double meaning, and maybe yeah. Mr. Beerbelly wants a shot at the front of the display case, and the man is like a failed cartoonist that is like trying yeah. to turn to chocolate for- for Failed cartoonist. No, went- Went to graphic design school and uh, ended up working at a chocolate shop. Yes, but but created this art that is Mr. Beerbelly and and wants yeah. the shot at redemption. Is like I need you know I need to make sure I want to try and be famous. Maybe the maybe the man wants to be like famous he, and and thought he was going to be the... famous as a cartoonist, but instead because you know maybe maybe the man failed out of graphic design school and is like well that's not going to work and so now the 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 man wants to. Make chocolate and get famous from the beer chocolate, from the German yeah. beer chocolate. I was thinking he was put on the creative team at the coffee shop or at the chocolate shop. To, Do you think that you know, chocolate like, shops have creative teams? Well, I mean, maybe he just works there normal and is like, this is a great idea. We should make a beer chocolate. And then he also like draws cute little designs of the chocolates for their little cartoons. I hope this man stops being so lonely and finds some friends. Yeah. Because, I don't know, seems like a sweet, sweet sort of life that's happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is quite a long song, so we should probably move on. Why don't you read the next part? I'll read the next part, indeed. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. And I can call you Betty. And Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al. Interesting. Also, I just googled beer chocolate, and I didn't find any chocolate, but I did find some chocolate-flavored beers. Hmm. That, uh, seems like perhaps a misstep on the... Yeah. No, chocolate beer is a thing, apparently. It sounds really gross. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Yeah. Beer, beer is not tasty. And chocolate, chocolate's pretty tasty. You know, might maybe it's an improvement on beer. Um, I think it's just making chocolate worse. <laughs> I, I don't know. Mr. Beerbelly is, uh, the man's proud of Mr. Beerbelly. Yeah, but presumably this man likes beer. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) And we're not saying that it's improving chocolate. We're just saying that it's a fun idea. Um, so... Who's the bodyguard? I don't know. I think uh, we're introducing another character, because obviously uh, it seems that uh, the man... Maybe Al is uh, personifying the 
the chocolate truffle as a, a masculine and chocolate truffle. So a masculine chocolate. A, a mas- yes, Not a masculine baddie. chocolate truffle. Yeah. Right. Maybe. But or maybe, maybe Betty, Betty. Betty's a nickname for Mr. Beer Belly. It could be. Or Betty could be somebody else who works in the chocolate shop. Right. Like, oh, hey, other person in the, in the, uh, in the chocolate shop, I'll, like, form a, a friendship with you and all this if you help protect me and my, uh, my ideas and my, uh, creations. Protect, protect me and, uh, your, and my creations and, and I Mr. Will, Beer Belly. I'll, I'll give, yes, that's the creations. Um, and... You know, if you need a favor, I'll give one to you, like, I'm your long-lost pal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'll just call you Betty, because that's your name, and you can just- you can call me out, because that's my name. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe- I mean, they might have, like- Well- Oh, golly, this this song has so many lyrics! Yeah, I can read the next part since it's so long. It's not even a rap song. I mean, I could also do it. I can try and improve on my uh, chocolate truffle voice. Um, uh, I mean... You should do it, though. Yeah, you read the last long one. I read so. the last so I'll. There's another long one, and then there's there more is. things later. Okay. Of. A man walks down the street. He says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. And whoa, my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who will be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? End quote. Oh, wow. He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl all along along. There were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. (laughs) Wow. Well, this is not looking good for the man. I I don't know what's up with (laughs) Al, but Mr. Beerbelly, if this is still Mr. Beerbelly in quotes, but I don't know if you made that clear that it was in quotes, but um, part of it's in in quotes. And um, I mean, maybe Mr. Beerbelly is, you know, going through kind of an angsty midlife situation being like, you know... I've just been a chocolate truffle. I don't have a wife. I don't have a family. What if I just died? Who 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 do I look up to? Like, I don't really know how quickly uh, chocolate truffles age and like you know gain life experiences. But maybe uh, Mister Beerbelly sees like Al doing all this stuff and just wants more out of life. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So. Wait, so Mr. Beerbelly se- sees Al doing this stuff in life? No, maybe it's a reflection of how Al is feeling, like Al feels like this, and then projects it through Mr. Beerbelly and says that Mr. Beerbelly feels like this, but really, Al feels like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think this could be Al talking to himself. Um, maybe the whole Mr. Beerbelly thing didn't work out so well, and he kind of gave up on it, and now he's like, I'm such a terrible person, why did I have such a short attention span? Like, now I'm missing my friend, Mr. Beerbelly, the chocolate truffle. Oh my gosh, do you think he ate Mr. Beerbelly? 
Maybe he did. Maybe that's why there are allegations. And then also this, like, role model thing, like, it couldn't be, maybe it wasn't, like, a role model for his life, because he seems lonely, Um, but maybe it's, like, the role model for the rest of his batch of chocolate truffles, and he's like, oh no, I forgot to write down the recipe, and now I can't even, like, taste it to try to (laughs) replicate it. This is really bad. Because he ate, because he ate Mr. Now what am I going to do? Because he ate Mr. Um, Beerbelly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So does this then... So then... And who's the the girl? Um... You think that's Betty? Maybe. And then Betty maybe. was like, Oh gosh, what if Betty took the man, took Al, and was like, Hey, I saw what you did. I saw you eat saw Mr. Beerbelly. <laughs> <laughs> this was our only hope. Now yeah. we broke our deal. Like, how am I supposed to be... Right, your like, bodyguard. You said that I was going to protect anything. Yeah, you said I was going to protect your ideas and all this, and then you just went on and like destroyed. You just ate it. <laughs> all the it's such uh what a drama. This is so interesting. Yeah, I was it sounds this, like it could be like a telenovela. Does what is, I don't. Oh, I haven't this, watched any, but it seems like that level <laughs> of drama. I've watched some for uh, Spanish class. Have you? Have you? Um, do do you see any difference the the chorus repeats? Do you see any new meaning in the chorus after this this uh this incident has occurred? Um I do see a little bit. So it it has the chorus as it is and then it says just call me out. Not you can call me out, but like a demand, call me out. Um does it? Yeah. Are you not oh, looking oh, yeah, at yeah, easy yeah, lyrics? Yeah, yeah. No, I am. I am looking at the that. That. Yep. Yep. It says you can call me Al. Call me Al. Like very. Yeah, it seems. It seems like Al is being, uh, a little more aggressive. Al's gone maybe, off the deep end. It was the beer. Yeah. Maybe taking this this incident out on Betty. Who, I mean, really, Betty. Betty's just trying to look out for Al here. Um. <laughs> This is- <laughs> I, I truly, I truly think that Betty is Betty is in the right here, and Al is a little bit of a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Just a little should bit. I, just a little should bit. I read the next one? The the next part. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. There's no. I mean, there's no Mister Beerbelly this time, so. Mm-mm. Which makes sense, because. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and there's no. There's not even Al saying things. It just says. Okay. It says, a man walks down the street. It's a str- it- Should we talk about this street at some point? Because that's the thing that keeps repeating. Hmm, yeah. That that might be a good idea uh, to talk about the repeated okay. motif of street. Okay, uh, the man walking down the street. Okay, I'll, uh, okay. A man walks down the street. It's a street in a strange world. Maybe it's the third world. Maybe it's his first time around. He doesn't speak the language. He holds no currency. He is a foreign man. He is surrounded by the sound. The sound. Cattle in the marketplace. Scatterlings and orf- orphanage- orphanages. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So okay. Al, Al is having a midlife crisis. Yeah. So it's probably bad that this was my first thought, but my first thought was... This isn't a man walking down the street. 
This is Mr. Beer Belly walking down (laughs) Al's digestive tract. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's so bad, isn't it? Oh, Um, wow. I don't like it, but mm-hmm. why don't you why don't you weave us a tale of this being Al walking down the street? So Al 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 is really having a breakdown here. Not like yeah, so Al's Al thought, you know, alright, gonna be this cartoonist, ah, didn't work out. Gonna make chocolate. Ah, I such a terrible person, didn't work out. I ate my only hope at doing things. I lost my friend over mm. this because Betty is like, you know, upset maybe. Uh, at the betrayal, and mm, yes, and it, it's his third world, as in like third chance at a job. Right. He, but it's yeah. also his first time in this type, this type of job. right. And so sense. now, maybe it's the same street, maybe it's a different street. But Al, I don't know if Al got fired from the chocolate place. I don't know what happened. Al, Al is like feels so out of touch. Um, feel like maybe he has like moved to a different place where doesn't speak the language of that place to try and start up a new in a new place but it's just so different that it's like overwhelming and he doesn't know what to do because he's having a midlife crisis and mm-hmm. or maybe al died mm, i think i think al's was so ashamed of the way he acted eating his one hope at potential success mr beer belly and he felt such shame, and the fact that Betty called him out on it, he was like, oh gosh, this is such a bad situation that I'm in, I just need to leave. Um, so he, I- he packed up his bags, and he left, and he went somewhere else, and he's like, well, now I don't know what to do, I'm a failed graphic design student, and I'm a failed uh, chocolate maker. I have a question for you. Yeah. The next stanza, do you think, like... Do you think maybe Al is, like, turning, like, to pray? (laughs) I'll I'll read the next stanza, and and then we can talk about it. It says, he looks around, around. He sees angels in the architecture, spinning in infinity. He says, amen and hallelujah. Maybe Al's, like, turning to religion as, you know, some kind of last third world to explore and try and, you know, create a life Mm -hmm. that that he can he can live in and all that um yeah i'm i'm thinking maybe he decides to become a priest he's like i'm so lonely anyway like i might i i might like where's my wife where's my family is what he says in the in the uh second long stanza and he's like you know what if i become a catholic priest i don't have to worry about finding a wife and family because i'm not allowed to (laughs) Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll walk down the street and saw... Or maybe he joins a monastery. Yeah, maybe I'll walk down the street and saw, like, oh, I could, I, I, I don't know where I belong in the world of chocolate and, and cartoons, but I could be a Catholic priest or go be a monk or go be alone somewhere. I think a monk would be a better profession for, um, for Al. Al. Because yeah. yeah. you know it's like living in community, and he he seems to really need some community. Yeah, but it's also yeah. like meditation and solitude, and he probably needs a little. He bit needs of some meditation. Yeah, he's um, he's a little off the rails. He needs to go find himself. Do you think Betty is in support of this decision? Um. Well, the next 
the next bit is the ending of the song, and uh, one of the repeated lines is, I can call you Betty, which makes makes it seem like they're still pretty close. So, so then Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al, call me. It's like, yeah, keep in yeah. touch, like ring the monastery, like we'll, yeah. you know, talk about meditation or whatever, mm-hmm. the chocolate shop, how's it going, you know, is there a new new chocolate that's popular and uh it's i don't know what the na 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 is but there's a na 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 and also it i think this is a fade out song hmm that's that's likely i think that was an 80s thing yeah so this is gonna be a really long episode i mean i'm glad that i'm glad that al you know found Found something, found found his calling eventually. Yeah, really did. If it if it didn't say amen and hallelujah, I probably would have guessed that he became a Buddhist monk. But because it says amen and hallelujah, that sounds more Christian. Yeah. Um, we I'll should angels. Yeah, we should probably wrap up because we still have like a twenty minute chunk to attach onto the front of this episode. Indeed, we do. Um, I mean, do you want to talk about yeah. your flag news? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually excited. So, uh, I, uh, I, uh, finally became a member of the Portland Flag Association. Which is not news to you, because I told you. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of exciting, and hopefully I'll be able to start attending meetings. Um, at least now it's convenient for attending meetings, because they're all over Zoom. Uh, yeah. so I have the Zoom link. And um, I'm excited to to maybe talk to some people about flags. I've been uh, reading some of the the Vexel, jeez, oh, it's called the Vexeloid tabloid. Whatever the uh, newsletter is for the Portland Flag Association, mm. uh, they have some interesting issues where they kind of summarize like topics they discussed in their meetings. And uh, mm. I've been reading back some of those. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Are there? You have to. You'll have to report back um, when you finish. Well, what, not when you finish. When you go to a meeting. Yeah, I will try to. I, I don't know. It's a little bit difficult because the first meeting that I will have opportunity. It's like it, the the meetings are bi monthly, and I feel like mm-hmm. the first meeting that I could be allowed to could be able to go to is on the day I move in. So it might be a mm-hmm. little bit hard to yeah. go to that one. You might have to wait a couple months, huh? Yeah. But anywho, I will update when when that happens. Um how's knitting? Um knitting is going pretty well. I knit on a plane, which was a fun experience. Wait, you're allowed to bring knitting needles on a plane? Yeah, so I think they just don't want like the long metal ones. Um I was able to bring yeah, I think I I brought a circular needle which has like short, um, right, right. Like, eh, they're like four for like inches hats or something. and sweaters and stuff. Yeah, um, but I think I think mostly they're just it's just a worry of the the long stabby ones. And if you have like your long stabby metal knitting needles in like a canvas bag where they could poke out, like that that's not good. But if if they're like stored properly and they're not long metal stabby types 
um, you're good actually to bring knitting needles on a plane, which is a nice um, thing to know. Indeed. Um, Indeed. Anyway, so I, I knit a hat then and I knit another hat um, because I realized, hey, I forgot to bring a winter hat um, and eventually it'll get cool. So I might want a hat. Um, so I, I knit myself a hat. It has a, a red brim and this like denim type of like colored uh, yarn for the the main part of the hat. I thought you were going to say um, denim yarn. <laughs> what is yeah, denim yarn? Um, well, it's like dark blue, but it has like a little bit of like. Oh, it does kind of look so it denim looks sort color. of like jeans. Yeah, it's a nice um, hat. That's a nice hat, pal. Yes. Uh, so anyway, this is my hat, um, which obviously which, the uh, listeners can't listeners, see. this audio um, only. But then I also, well, I finished it today, but not quite. I haven't um, woven in the ends yet. But um, I made a scarf because I realized I also forgot all my scarves at home. So I was like, huh, well, I guess I'm making a scarf now. Um and it has a little bit of a checkerboard pattern that I did with different t- uh, stitch textures. Um, and so, if you're interested, it's um, 16 stitches across and then um, four stitches alternating between knits and purls. Can I see? And then, yeah. And then five rows of each each huh. of it in that way and then I switch so the ones that were knitted are then purled and it looks like uh vice versa and such it looks very game board e and then I did um so six six of six rows of squares so that would be 30 rows total um of brown and then two rows or two two square rows slash ten knitting rows of white and then I continued that pattern. Is there any reason so you chose those colors or is it just the yarn you brought? Um I brought five colors of yarn and I liked these ones together. Cool. Um, I'll be and bringing... I already did a, a hat with the blue and the red, so I'll be bringing the scarf that you made me back to school. Mm-hmm. The one that's the Mark scarf, the yeah. Mark from Rent scarf, that also happens to be my school colors, so it's very uh, oh, that's, convenient. That's really handy, isn't it? Yeah, it is pretty convenient. Um, yeah, so now I have a whole set of hand-knit things to wear in the winter. I've got my sonnet scarf and my hat. and Your sonnet sweater? Hat and my chocolate scarf. We'll call this a chocolate scarf. You I, said yeah, I brought my sonnet. My, I brought my sonnet sweater to school with me. You should wear all of those things at the same time. Yeah, I'd be wild. And then I just need to, like, make some gloves or something. I don't know. You should make special gloves. Like... I should make knit pants. Bright. <laughs> knit trousers, yes! And then you should wear it all in public in your warm, 80-degree, humid days. Good idea. It's really good since all my yarn is a. It could be a good strategy for meeting people. I'm sure someone would come up to you and say something. <laughs> Probably, or they would be like, "Uh, I do not want to talk to that person. That person's weird." I don't know about that. 
Um, if you if you knit me, if you ever knit me a pair of trousers, I would I would try and wear those in public at least once. <laughs> I really don't want to knit pants. It sounds like a terrible experience, to be honest. What They're about just a, a long? What pants about like pajama shorts? <laughs> Yeah, that you that you have to that wear that you have to wear like uh, like bike shorts underneath. Okay, you can't you can't tell me too much about this because otherwise I'll be like that sounds like a good idea. I was challenged. Now I must do it. <laughs> Maybe you could do a different poems poem structure or like a, a math thing, like a haiku. No, make like shorts. A, make pie shorts. Do like three, and then a row of one color, and then a row, four oh rows of gosh, another no, color. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, and also I mean, kind of pie sounds, would go on forever. It, it sounds bad. It sounds kind of terrible, but not too terrible. What you could make a pie skirt. No, or pie a, a pie um. It's not a Changing sweater. Changing colors is hard. It's not a sweater. <laughs> this is so silly for me. I don't know why. It's uh, it's not a sweater, and it's not a and it's not a blanket. It's just a tube, and <laughs> and maybe it has sleeves. And you wear this tube, and it's warm and keeps a you. A tube with sleeves snug. is a sweater. <laughs> no, but it's like a really long tube because it's pie. Okay, so it's a dress. No, it's it's a tube, <laughs> but it has sleeves. Yeah, okay. okay, you don't have to, you don't have to give it sleeves. This is too much. This is too much. We're over an hour now, well, so we, we Yeah, but you could you could make... Okay, maybe you can make a tube and just have, like, arm slits. So you, you can just have your arms... You know, like, it's like a sleeping bag, but just for your body, and it's just just as tall as you. Um, I'm gonna just say no thanks. But pie is infinite. There's so much potential. Ugh. I mean, no. Maybe I'll knit a blanket tube. Okay. You can knit your sleeping bag. That's really what you turned this into, a sleeping bag. I mean, I mean, kind of, but more like a sleeping sock. Yeah. A full body sleeping sock. Uh-huh. Like, so okay. you can, you know, so like you don't have to be... Like if you want, if you're a kid and you want your friends to cocoon the blankets around you and tuck you in, if you want to feel that way again, you just get into your sleeping sock. You know, if- I actually have one of those. I forgot to bring it to college again. Huh? You should. You should make year. one. Well, it was it was a fleecy thing. It was. You should make a nice sleeping sock, a knit pie themed sleeping sock. I don't have enough yarn here for that. Anyway, let's 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 finish this thing. I'm glad that w- you came around really though and, and said that you know you, you you do have one, so it's not a terrible idea. Yeah, but I'm not going to knit one. Hmm. Is, and is I'm definitely it, not going to knit via pie. Do you feel like a freezy pop when you're in it? No. I feel like. It keeps my feet warm. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess you could sew the end closed. I was thinking just like an open. Yeah, that mine mine is not mine has the end closed. Mine is not just a tube. It has little mermaid feet things. Hmm. 
Okay. Anyway, I, I you wish need I to were start mermaid. the credits. Oh yeah. Yes. This this is a weird episode. Weird things happen. At least the technical difficulties didn't um didn't stop it. It's not cursed. Paul yeah. Simon is not cursed. Yep. Thanks, Paul Simon, for not being cursed. Okay. Um. Um. Uh. So today we got lost in the lyrics of "You Can Call Me Al" and learned um, that it's about a man named Al and his chocolate truffle Mr. Beer Belly that he actually <laughs> ate. I mean, maybe it was on purpose. Dun dun. Thank you dun. for. T- Thank you to Paul Simon for writing it and singing it. This podcast was edited and produced by Claire and Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot, and I'm usually the one who you interact with on social media. If you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod or email us at lostinlyrics.pod at gmail.com. Thanks for the suggestion, Kiara. Yes, thank you to all of your our listeners for your support and enthusiasm and for your emails. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get Lost, lost in the, the lyrics. lyrics. Wow, this is long. Okay. Uh have it any day.